What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and I am here once again today with a new episode for you guys and a new guest on the show, comedian and podcaster J.D. Arandia came on the show. It was pretty cool to have J.D. on. Uh, he does the Voice Party podcast and has a bunch of other content. Go to his profile at J.D. underscore Arandia and click the link tree in his bio for just a bunch of different links to stuff. Um, it was pretty cool to talk to him about uh you know doing comedy and podcasting and we get a little nostalgic it was just a a fun a fun time um chatting with him so go follow him and then go follow the voice party podcast at the voice party all one word on instagram and uh hit the link in there there's they got a youtube channel um i'll make sure and tag all of that when i post this episode and if you could do me a favor and follow the podcast on instagram at i'm getting there pod all one word really appreciate that as well uh, hit the link in the bio to subscribe on apple spotify stitcher all those things and if you're on those apps in particular make sure to drop some stars leave some feedback leave a review of the podcast so that when other people check it out they can see that and they'll go listen to it and hopefully they do the same and leave a review as well and i got some shows coming up in the next uh few weeks uh this next thursday august 25th at Woodhouse Blending and Brewing in Santa Cruz at 7.30. This is the second one of these shows that I'm putting together at the Woodhouse. I'm pretty excited about this venue. They just redid the outdoor patio area where the show's been going on. So there's a lot more open uh, seating and everything for the show, which I think is awesome. So uh, come hang out on Thursday, uh, August 25th. I got a great lineup of comedians, Chris Beasley, uh, Butch Escobar, Shannon Murphy, and headliner Ivy Cordova will be on that show. And then on Saturday, uh, it is the Bricks and Beer Comedy Night at the XL Public House. You know the deal at 9 p.m. in the basement of the XL. It's going to be a great show. I've got Warhol Kaufman, Matty Boyer, Adriana McCain, Andrew Garcia, and headliner Butch Escobar. Pretty excited about that one. I'll be hosting both of those shows. Again, that's Thursday, 25th in Santa Cruz at 7.30 at the Woodhouse, and then Saturday at 9 at the XL Public House in Salinas. And that's going to be uh, really fun. Those are both shows that I produce and host and i'm pretty excited about the lineups for both of those nights and on uh, august 31st i'll be in pleasanton at gilman brewing i think it's eric summer's show so i'm pretty excited to do that one and i think i'll be probably hosting or hanging around in santa cruz at one of these weeks at the blue lagoon coming up and also uh i think uh we'll be at greater purpose this coming saturday as well so It'd be cool to see one of you guys at those shows. Um, if you're out, you know, come come say what's up. Come hang out. Uh, and and I appreciate everybody that's uh, supported this podcast and shares it and listens and checks it out each week. Or you watch the clips or you repost anything. That's, you know, awesome. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode with JD. studio setup um i'm in the middle of moving and shit so oh no worries <laughs> i goes. all good um yeah i mean yeah uh it's about that time i think for people it usually is yeah, right like man. some end of summer kind of most people have it's, it's the... uh, i'm glad that nobody's asking me to help <laughs> them anymore That's yeah like, no i mean nice. 
at this age, it's like I just had to go hire helpers, you know, because I did. A lot, I had a lot yeah. of people say, hey, I'll help you out, man. But, you know, when the day came, nobody answered their phone. So I also thought to myself, I would do the same shit. Like, I don't want to right. help anybody. So, you know, that's what helpers are for. <laughs> Those guys at Home Depot, man. That's what they come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to think about, like, all the times, like, yeah, I've just, like, done, like, nine hours worth of heavy Damn. lifting for, like, uh, pizza and, like, a six-pack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, like... You're just completely like yeah, yeah. Little Caesars. They're like, here, I got you this Little meal. Little Caesars pizza. That's when it's worse. When it's not even the good quality pizza. It's Little Caesars oh. pizza, which is it's and they get cheese. <laughs> yeah, they just get cheese, and it's just like oh man, like you didn't even get. Game get I remember, pepperoni, dude. I remember the, the crazy bread is like cold yeah. and wet. No nah, man, you get Shasta cola. You're not even getting Coca Cola. You're getting Shasta and Tiki Punch. <laughs> Oh, what was that other one? That's the Dr. shit, dude. Pib, the tiki punch. Mr. Pib? Yeah, it is. It is. Mr. Yeah. Pib. Well, there's a, what was the, what was the Shasta Mount? There was a Mountain Dew that Shasta uh, made that was pretty uh, good. I can't remember the something, name, though. It mountain, like, some, not Mountain, uh, I know what you're talking about. Mountain and Lightning? Some shit like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what you know. You're... Like, oh, I'm going to look it up, dude. Yeah, to... yeah, I'm trying to think, because I know someone... Uh, I had a, a party, I don't know how many years ago, and I told everyone just, you know, I'll make, I'll do, you know, I'll make some barbecue. Everybody just bring in sides or drinks, and everybody took the or drinks. So it was a bunch of Shasta Cola, Tiki Punch, the the, the <laughs> Sierra Sierra Mist knockoff. Yeah. And someone brought that fucking, uh, that one you're talking about. I can't think of the name right now, but it's like Polar Slip. It's called Mountain Rush. <laughs> I I just looked it up, dude. I have all the flavors right oh, here in front of me. Dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's tiki punch. There's uh, yeah, shasta cream oh, soda. Man. There's fucking fiesta punch. Fiesta there's punch. raspberry oh, cream. Yeah. Yeah, shasta twist, which is like the sprite. <laughs> dude. Yeah. So there's shasta there's... soda. That's how you know you're an OG, dude. dude. You fucking talking about shasta sodas. You've seen some we, shit, dude. We used to go. <laughs> we used to go to the dollar store in, on our lunch break back in the days in school, and they used to sell the shasta colas two for a dollar. The the uh, the two liters. Mm-hmm. So we put those in our backpacks and like in between, you know, in class, just literally chugging a two liter of of, of shasta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or empty out half and put like whatever alcohol someone brought and just be drinking that all day and the teacher just sees us chugging yeah. you know Shasta Cola or you have like a or you have like a jug of what is it the Tampico oh, juice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the orange one and the red one dude <laughs> dude I, I, I remember I went to go see our football team in high school our football team uh, uh, just the one time I went to go see one of the games and these dudes, every there's one dude pulled out a uh, Tampico out of his bag, and everybody passed it around to take a sip. And I remember thinking, we're not gonna make it this year. <laughs> we're not gonna make it far. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, if you're drinking that before you <laughs> before a game. are about to do some physical activity. Exactly. It's gonna be bad news. Yeah, Sunny D too, man. That was some weird shit. Like it was supposed to be orange yeah. juice, right? Dude, I still kind of like the other day I had yeah. it. Because I was like, it was like, I felt some nostalgia. Yeah. I was in the 7 Eleven and they had the little tiny oh, ones. Shit. And I was like, oh, fuck it, you know? And I grabbed one and then I was drinking it in my car and I was like, what, is what this, the fuck dude? is that shit? It's like, 
it's so sour like it's like it's just like a lot to take in You're like, it, it's like fuck. someone try to recreate the orange flavor by memory like i think this is like you know <laughs> like like they added a little like yeah they're just mixing shit orange juice. like i remember they used to, <laughs> they used to they used to fucking like advertise it as orange juice i never knew what orange juice was until i actually had real orange juice that's, Isn't that that's fucked? How, that's how fucked up. Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why <laughs> it's I'm like you're drinking Sunny D and Shasta and Tampica, and you're like, "Where's the real <laughs> orange juice at?" <laughs> it's not sweet like, enough. Where's the Minute Maid, dude? Yeah. Where's the fucking Tropicana, dude? <laughs> and then you're and then you're, you're like disappointed because it's not sweet enough. Like they fucked up our taste buds at a young age because they advertise these shits as like healthy drinks. They make you not even. Yeah, they just make you not even want to have real. <laughs> fruit flavor you're yeah. like bananas yeah. suck dude yeah. the i'd rather have the i'd rather the bananas in the runts can't those are way better like the best banana fest <laughs> i had was those fucking uh, ice cream bars with banana and chocolate like twisted <laughs> that's because i hated bananas. oh bro oh those are fire the the, the fire pops is that dude? what they're called uh, they're like tw- it's like a yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, well, I, I, it's, we're going down. Go, we're going deep right now. Yeah, man. Thinking, <laughs> thinking about nostalgia, I haven't seen them ever since, and they were the best things. Those WWE pops, uh, um, ice cream bars. Remember the WWF back in the days? Ice cream bars. Do you remember those? It's like no. it's like a uh, I don't know, like a cookie on one side, vanilla ice cream in the middle, and chocolate on the other side. And they had like either Hulk Hogan or Macho Man. Whoa. You remember those? Nah, bro. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, I'm thinking. I I just I haven't thought about those in a while. Yeah, everybody's everybody's upset over the Choco Tacos, and I like I've I never had. I never had one either, man. I never had one either. I I uh, um I used to see those all the time, and and you know I'm a taco snob, so (laughs) no no no. I just it never. You looked at that, you're like, that's that's beneath me. I can't, I can't eat this. Yeah, what do my What do my <laughs> ancestors think? You know, if I fucking ate this shit. Uh, no, I never actually tried it. I, I every time I the ice cream. So it's funny that you were talking about this because I moved to a, a new neighborhood where I see the ice cream man drive by a couple of times, and I haven't had that in. I haven't had. I haven't lived in a neighborhood where the ice cream man passes by in a long time. So um, it's interesting to see that. And I, the one thing I used to get was a snowstorm. You remember that the snowstorm? That's like the cookies and cream. Is that cup. the? Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I just started thinking about, about all the ice creams that I used to eat back in the days, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't eat ice cream as much anymore, especially you know high, high blood pressure and shit. Uh, I'm trying mm-hmm. to cut all that shit out, but like you know, just. Oh, dude, getting a good getting a good ice cream on a hot day from the ice cream Jesus man change your life. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why we weren't depressed as kids as much you know like you, you see the ice cream man you, yeah, yeah, it, yeah your whole day could be made by like just a treat yeah you know? like not like if i if i was to go get a popsicle right after this i feel like i'd eat the popsicle and then i'd i'd be like i probably sh- i'd start thinking about how i shouldn't have had it and then i'd be the whole day i'd be like I have to do something better now than the pops. I have to like one up the popsicle because it was now it's now a mistake. It's not a treat, you know. Like that's where my mind would go. I'd be like, now I have to do something extra positive to cancel out the 
supposed treat that I gave myself today. Add, add 20 <laughs> steps for your day. <laughs> and it's all yeah. forgiven. Or just, yeah, like I just start making a list of things I need to do. I'm like, I got to be productive now. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, try to do I, I try to do that, man, when I, I know, especially I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to be doing something like I get invited to a party or something. I try to, for the whole week, you know, try not to drink soda or try not to drink alcohol. Oh, yeah. But then I, then I overdo it on that day where I'm not, where I, like my little cheat day. Then I also. You're like, fuck it, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> then I also discovered my regular day, it's like some people's cheat day. <laughs> and that's, as you know. You, that's depressing. That's you know you're fucking yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, when you like, yeah, they're like, you go to get dinner with like a friend or something, and like you order for yourself, and they're like, oh man, that yeah. And then you, they have, they like, they order only, they order like a less than what you ordered, and then they take some of it home still, like they don't even finish it, and you finished everything. You, you, fin- you were like looking. <laughs> you finished. You were looking at their food. <laughs> you finished everything, pretending like, oh, I didn't think I would eat this whole thing, just because you feel. Yeah, well, wow, that was. Yeah. Wow, I did eat it. All. I guess right. I was hungrier than I thought. Yeah, it's always a surprise. <laughs> you have to pretend it's a surprise. Like, I can't pretend. I mean, look at me. You know, <laughs> I can't pretend. I, you're like, there's, there's no, no pretending, pretending here. here. Like, you know, if anything, uh, I, I, is that really all you're gonna fucking eat? Like, are you alright? Are you depressed? <laughs> what's that's what's funny. going on? Yeah, man. I um. I, I see that a lot with, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are smaller, not all, you know, but a lot of them are. So when I do see how much they eat, you know, or we're hanging out together sometimes and it's like, Hey, you're not, you know, like, you know, we drive by a taco. There's taco bill right there. You don't want to stop. Are you not hungry? We haven't eaten in four hours. Like, no, nah, I'm good for the rest of the night. Like, Get a little something, just like one thing. We're yeah. here. <laughs> like, we're here. <laughs> it's right there. We don't even have to get out of the car, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. What was that guy's uh, so Gaffigan's name? Uh, uh, he has a joke about how you, you don't even have to get out. If you just drive around back, no one's going to see you. <laughs> that's, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like eating. Yeah, yeah, eating, eating, yeah. that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, Um, I wanted to bring up. Cause I th- did you, I did you start the, like does the voice party start like in during the beginning of the pandemic? Is that like, like the timeline? So that, or is it before? It that? was before. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. It was around okay um, August of twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, I remember that now um, when we started, and it was just kind of like we didn't know what we were gonna do, but that's what we started in twenty nineteen, and we were doing it in person. Uh, for up to up to uh when the pandemic hit and then from there we just did it over the phone and then 2021 okay. so we just decided let's let's try and do it somewhere kind of outdoors <laughs> that made no sense then it just led to let's do it somewhere with the doors open <laughs> to then just doing it back in the in a studio where one of our friends is warehouses where we're currently recording right now but yeah yeah okay. um it's funny that uh the voice party, you know, quote unquote. I mean, I, I have been, I started a podcast back in 2017 with a friend of mine. Um, but then he, he, he had actually a recording studio. He was a musician, touring musician. He toured all over, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Europe and, and the States. And uh, I actually did a okay. podcast with him. We recorded a few episodes, but he had, uh, had became addicted to something and then 
started selling. So I would go up to the studio and then more things are gone. Oh, I just had to sell it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had to sell. I, oh, okay. I had to sell. Oh, shoot. Sorry about that. Yeah, what? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. So um, <laughs> then a couple other friends I tried to start with, I tried to start a podcast with, and, and then, you know, it didn't work out. Sometimes it was just too far, either too far or, you know, some people start, they're down to start something with you one day, but then once it becomes a usual thing, they're like, yeah, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do it today. And then that, you know, mm-hmm. and this. Like, yeah, like commitment and like uh, realizing it's more work than you thought it was kind of exactly. stuff. Probably. And with these guys that I've been working with, I actually kind of met them, got to know them, you know, through doing the voice party and they've been the most consistent that I've had. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so, like, do you, I noticed, too, there's, like, do you guys, like, use that kind of voice party name to do, like, live comedy, too? Like, yeah. I've seen, kind of seen, there's, like, shows. It seems, I, it's from the outside it, looking in, it seems like it's, like, kind of, like, the voice party, like, comedy show, kind of. is. And is that, was that, like, something that you guys, uh like, planned on doing when you started doing it? Or just kind of became, like, oh, we'll use this to also associate you know with getting people to come out to shows or? yeah so uh, originally i i you know i've been producing shows since 2012 um okay and you know wow. originally i just wanted to do like keep it as two separate you know i still do my shows and then the podcast was just gonna be its own thing but um when i started mm-hmm. doing the podcast a lot of people that had me it's funny enough because i post about shows but people that have known me for a long time they didn't know i did stand up until i started doing the podcast because i talked about it there like oh wow you see you do, you do stand up oh, okay yeah motherfucker did you see the <laughs> you see all those flyers <laughs> like i've been at this yeah. yeah uh all these invitations i've fucking you know <laughs> extended out to mm-hmm. yeah so i just decided to as a way to you know get people who listen to the podcast to come out to the shows i uh, just decided to kind of change the name of the whatever i used to call the shows it was always a different name for the shows i just decided to to you know, use the voice party as the name of the show to kind of just, you know, and then nice. I've had people come out to the shows and from coming to the show, they don't know what the voice party is. And, and then I get them to subscribe, you subscribe, you get a free sticker and then blah, 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 you know? So it kind of, kind of works both ways for exactly. you. Exactly. So, um, that's, that it's been, uh, it's been one of those things that I just, uh, as I've gone, like I, it makes sense to, you know, um, just use the voice party name as like a brand for all this shit and just get people to yeah. just get people to come out, man. Cause that's really what I wanted to do. Just get people to come out to the shows. Well, that's what I was going to say too, is like, I, you know, I, I started doing comedy in like 2018 and like, I like searching around and looking for stuff online, I guess it was like right around the same kind of time as where like I started seeing, you know, like the logo and everything like on social media, I was like, what is this? Yeah. And you click on it and through it. And so like, yeah, I guess I kind of discovered you through that too. So it seems like that's kind of something that people really like latch on to, you know, and it's like a, it seems like it's really like a, it's a good vibe, you know, like I was listening and watching some of the content today on like your guys' YouTube and stuff. And I was like, Oh cool, man. This is like, it's like, it seems like a good hang. Like it seems like a good like place to, um, to talk about just like some of the stuff you guys get into is pretty funny and pretty wild. Yeah. No. And I I like doing that. Like I, I I invited you to come out, but we'll plan it out. And, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, 
Well, you guys are in, where are you at? In Richmond, right? So we are, the studio is actually in Concord. Um, so oh, okay. I, know, I know I've had, are you in Salinas? Uh, I live in, yeah, I live in like a, uh, off to the side, like in Marina, yeah. but I've been to Concord before. I think I've it's done like a two hour drive, show. Two, two, two and a half hour yeah. drive. Cause I, I, um, I, I've had guys from Salinas come out to the show, some musicians in, in that, in that area. And it's about a two and a half okay. hour drive. But what, what I like about it, man, is it just, you know, I grew up watching a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember Dick Cavett, like I, not, not like brand new shows there reruns when i watched them but it was also on youtube and i just it, it kind of it's kind of cool especially for uh comic friends of mine that i've known for years having them on the podcast i've been able to like they hear some of their stories or things i've never knew about them just because we're in the mm-hmm. podcast and it's like holy shit i know you on this long i didn't i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know you you know you did this had this, or whole, had this all yeah. little, little, you know, I don't know. You had a family. No, not like that, but you know, stuff, stuff, <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that. You're like, wow, dude, I don't, yeah. I realized I didn't pay attention at all when you introduced yourself. Yeah. I noticed I've never seen you drink alcohol. You're right. You know, shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And it's also, um, um, I, I like to, whatever comics I'm going to have at a show, I like to record a month before with them just to, you know, it kind of, I just like to plug whoever's coming. But I mean, at this point, we could pretty much feel, you know, just we like to have fun with it. And we like yeah. to be a, a, you know, a mixture of either information that you'll get from the podcast or just, just funny, like a combination just of just silliness. Yeah. And um, I think that for me, that's, it's fun to do. And that's kind of the way I, I want to keep it. And uh, everyone else in the, crew pretty much feels the same way and I, I, i'm sure you know corday nice. we've added corday to the group and yeah corday's been on this podcast oh, cool. a few times he's he's awesome yeah he's come and done my show he's all right yeah well cool. he's got some wild opinions on stuff he's... like on food and stuff but he's cool <laughs> <laughs> his opinions, uh, i don't know what his opinions on politics but food oh <laughs> no <laughs> yeah his opinions yeah yeah bro yeah a... i don't know where he's leaning like yeah but i know how he feels about fucking like certain yeah uh... certain certain food groups <laughs> yeah his his food uh, like this is the pickiest fucking eater i've ever it's <laughs> horrible ordering. Dude. I hate having to eat with him because uh. he's. He, <laughs> we order. Okay, I don't know. Have you ever ordered burritos for a group of people? It's horrible. Oh yeah, it's, it's horrible. horrible. Yeah, oh, I, I don't. I hate I, ordering for a group of people in general. Horrible. I don't even want to do. That's why it. pizza is so I just easy. Wanna, oh. Pizza is so easy because yeah, here. That's why I guess when you're moving, that's why they fucking give you cheese pizza. Here you go. That's true. Yeah, imagine. Eat this and shut the fuck up. Like, you know, it's easy to. Yeah. But uh, when I ordered, we had burritos the other day in our recording in a little break that we had. And and he just, hey, I just want beans, meat, and rice. I'm like, okay. And they added cheese and made it a big thing of it because he doesn't eat cheese. No salsa, dude? That guy's weird, man. <laughs> no salsa? So, no, no, no fucking guac? I'm like, or for nothing? a fat guy, you complain a lot about cheese, my guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, this cheese. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. wild. So yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because yeah, I, I used to, <laughs> I used to work at a restaurant to make food for guys like that, dude. Oh, no. I'd get an order that'd be like nine different things on it, and I'm like, <laughs> what kind of fucking puzzle is this that I have to solve today? Like, 
Like, who the fuck? How do you, like, uh, uh, Just yeah. like the coffee people. Have you, have you ever, I mean, I'm sure you've seen some people's coffee orders. Like, I want to. Yeah, there's some, oh. Uh, I've been in front of some people in line where it's like, how do you even get to that? I wanted extra, like, extra where do you? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where do you go? Yeah. Or like the, I need it, like, some people, the Starbucks order, like, it's, when they explain it to yeah. me, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like what's the like what's the like I I don't even yeah I just get a cold brew dude yeah just like I mean don't get me wrong like, I I make it complicated sometimes too but when I hear other people's orders like that piece of shit <laughs> but I'm guilty of sometimes doing that shit too you know um so yeah, <laughs> yeah no I, going back to Corky I've actually I I met him even way before I did stand up. Um, so it's, it's funny that like, there, there's a lot of guys in Richmond doing standup now. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool to have him on the podcast because, you know, we have a lot of stories from way back in the days. Well, I mean, way back, it's not that long ago, but you know, from back then. And, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's, I'm happy to see how he's, you know, it makes me happy to see whenever like comic friends that, you know, when, back when I started were around doing all this dope shit and um you know it's always awesome to have yeah, yeah it's it's cool to see progression and Definitely. uh like i've even noticed that just in like with people that i've met from when i started until you know the past like four years oh or so. yeah it's man. Like you see like and like with the pandemic especially i felt like it, there was like a shift and it led to you know like people kind of like filling in all these different areas yeah. you know when stuff started opening back up and and yeah, it's definitely changed for I think it's I think it's really dope to um to see like an like like the people from San Jose coming to Santa Cruz and vice versa, you know, again. Like I feel like that's starting to happen more yeah. often now. And uh because yeah, there's a lot of yeah, stuff in Santa so, Cruz right now, right? There's a lot of shows, there's a lot of mics. It's it's starting to not a lot of open mics right now, which we're starting to we're I'm tripping trying with some people, talking to some people, trying to get some stuff going. Yeah. But there is like good there's like more shows popping up and like uh there's just more stuff happening in like the South Bay now too, yeah. I think. There's like more mics yeah. more mics kinda of popping up, which is cool, you know, 'cause it's like that's kinda of where I mainly you know go and stuff um and travel to but yeah i uh i was reading that article that was in, in your guys's bio it was kind of like the um I, it was like talking about like the resurgence of the comedy scene and you mentioned you know you guys kind of in your show oh yeah 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 kind of being a I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I was man. like reading that, and I was like, "Oh, I know these names. Like, this is this is sick." Yeah, that was cool. That that was awesome that uh, I was able to get you know because they mentioned Alameda Comedy Club. You know, they're reopening, and uh, mm -hmm. um, I guess at the time there was because uh, well, it's a East Bay paper. There was nothing else um, opening, and a little bit. I think it was in about um, a little bit less than a year. There was no events whatsoever in the East Bay, and the one thing that uh, aside from like the comedy clubs, we had an outdoor show, and uh, and at that time it's like right now it sucks is I could barely get like twenty people to the shows, but um, mm -hmm. at that time man it was like you know we 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 were selling out the that venue in Richmond where we do the shows and since it's outdoors oh, nice. people were comfortable coming out and we had a chef and you know yeah. now they opened the bar, um, yeah it was awesome uh, that we that we were included on that because uh, 
we had people reach out to us on like social media that from that article that you're like oh that's cool i think it's cool that you guys are doing this and blah 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 hell yeah so um and then probably great promotion oh yeah man and through that i got involved with you know these uh fundraisers (laughs) it's funny seeing the voice party logo knowing what the bullshit we talk about we're on the flyer for some some uh fundraiser uh this 5k run that raises money for for uh students in richmond that can't afford college and just seeing our logo oh, along yeah. with these other serious companies companies you know when and they look in the video some of the shit that's been said on there <laughs> just, I, you're like go to college kids yeah. like that's the message you know <laughs> this, is you end up <laughs> this is a warning <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah this is like a, it's like scared straight you're like the scared straight version <laughs> that's another a scared straight uh, into an open mic <laughs> yeah yeah exactly oh man uh yeah so oh that would be funny to see like a comedian version of scared straight where it's like it's like pete munoz and like mean dave and like who else would be like <laughs> fucking uh you mean to scare them yeah there's so many people yeah to like to like who is somebody that could be like just like i'm just trying to think uh, of chris like, riggins a, comed- a group of comedians chris riggins, chris riggins. oh yeah chris riggins would be <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah uh, uh fucking like butch, butch escobar, escobar yeah. like <laughs> that would be such a funny like skit to just watch like them do a scared straight like <laughs> oh man that would be brutal that'd be some of that would be scarier than the fucking prisoners <laughs> <laughs> just watch it butch yell at people like in their face would be so fucking funny <laughs> no just watch him brag that the most money he's ever had was during the pandemic and he admit that he does because of the fucking <laughs> the stimulus <laughs> Like this is where mm. you'll get to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but I've I've seen guys um, that at open mics where it's like this is my first time doing comedy, then get up on stage and then I'd never see them again. <laughs> it's, so crazy. it's like crazy. True. I've 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 experienced uh, things like that too, where it's like they come around for a while and then, and it's it's interesting because I feel like you in the beginning, you you do that and you feel like you're around, but you, it's like weird how it starts to feel like you're just become one of the people that you started to see when you were at the open mics in the beginning, you just become one of those people that you were like watching where you're like, Whoa. And like people start asking you stuff that you asked people and you realize how you came off. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Like, that was me, yeah. dude. Like that's how I sounded. Yeah. It's like I've. It's like it's like super humbling. Just like the constant revolving door of people coming to mics and like being and like hosting mics and like being involved in it and just watching the, you know, it, it's some. It's like an aspect that, yeah, I never real. I never thought. I never thought about until like you know you start doing it for a that's, while. Like, that's true. Oh, wow. It's crazy to, to see that and also, you know some guys where they'll message you i've been doing comedy for a year and i think i can do 20 minutes and i can do your show it's like whoa easy there <laughs> you pump the brakes guy <laughs> yeah. yeah it's such a hard it's such a harsh thing because it's just like such an ego check yeah. all and the I don't time like to, i i you know i guess i'm too nice sometimes like, oh, i'll let you do five minutes you know but then they get you know they feel i can do more you sure like dude <laughs> please please just you know 
Yeah, that's a, it's a tough space to navigate yeah. that because I have people come up to me like at the basement and they're like, "Hey, where's the sign up list at?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, this isn't like a, this isn't a, this isn't a." I'm ready to headline. Like, they're like, "Yeah, dude, I'm ready to sign up to do the thing tonight." I'm like, "Oh, it's not. That's no, not what no, this is, dude." Yeah, that. That's that's a. I watched a girl. Oh, speaking of, sorry, I don't mean no, to. Yeah. But speaking of, I watched a girl. I watched a girl come into the, the Blue Lagoon the other night, stand there for four seconds. I ca- I started counting how long she was going to observe the comedy before she decided to dip out. Because I just noticed that's a pattern. People come in, they go like this, yeah. they wait, yeah. and then if they hear a laugh, they'll come in. But it's like she gave it, she gave it four seconds. I counted four Mississippi, and then she went back over <laughs> to the other room. And I just looked at Jorge, and I went, damn, how are you supposed to absorb comedy in four seconds? Yeah, like. That- that's pretty. Ins- that's that was her like time window of like this has got to be good. Like, and you're like, dang, dude. Like, we get four seconds for some people, you know. That's what that that's what just... TikTok's done to people. <laughs> they want that shit like that, and if it doesn't grab, like, that's what that's what I like about, um, you know, like I've done shows where a lot of the audience doesn't know there's going to be comedy, and you have to fight for their attention. That's also what I like about. I, I rather do sometimes, I mean, I'll have fun either way, but I rather do a show where there's like 10 or five people who, who came for comedy as opposed to going to a bar mm-hmm. full of like 50 people who are just there drinking and, you know, may pay attention. And after a while, I'm like, all right, back to what we were talking about, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But, you know. It's, uh, that's, I like the, yeah, I like the intimate, you know, or like I, I like pan to the room people that are paying attention in the room sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll like see sure. who's looking at me, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna talk to them because it's like they're, you know, it's like you guys are cool. That, that can get weird and sometimes like, too. I did that with a guy who was paying attention, and I made eye contact, and then he, I guess he got uncomfortable, so he started looking at us. <laughs> you don't want to make eye contact. <laughs> Have you ever had that? Yeah. Yeah, people will be like. They're like going like this. They're they're like they're trying to they're they're trying to move farther back in their chair, and it's like you're in a chair, dude. Like, but they're still like, ah, it's, it's like, like what's going it's on? It's like here? when you make eye contact with your dog. You know, they don't like to like they kind of just uh, <laughs> yeah, they kind of yeah, go like, exactly. Whoa. How long have you do? Have you yeah. have you um? So you started this podcast about a year or two years ago, right? Two, two years, years ago, ago yeah. yeah, like right at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. I started it. Um, I was doing another podcast with some people and then wanted to just kind of do like a really natural for like just conversational format, you know? And, uh, yeah, I started doing it in my, my room, you know, just on zoom. And, uh, it's been cool to get to know like a lot of the comics in the Bay, like hear stories and stuff. Like you said, you've been doing stuff since 2012. Like it's, there, yeah, I'm always curious, you know, about like the what it was like back then, like the the progression until now, like you know, like what were like some of the early like you know like mics you were going to, like were you going to like uh, uh, I brainwash was one of the big ones back then, but I never yeah that's the yeah brainwash is like a somebody people people I never got to go one. to brainwash and I have a funny story about brainwash and I just told uh, um, Tony Tony uh, what's his name Tony. Uh, He's a guy that, that used to run the show there. Uh, anyways, uh, Tony, Tony Sparks. Sparks. Yeah, it was a day I, I we were gonna hit up three. It was 
myself and Butch, um, you know, I've known that guy since 2012, 2011, maybe. I got to check back. But uh, we went to go do three mics. We we're going to do – there's this mic in uh, El Cerrito uh, or Albany uh, near Richmond, and, and it was it was – it was packed, man. It was it was a lot of the East Bay, Oakland comics would go there. It was called Ivy Room, and I thought mm-hmm. about restarting it up because um, it was my uh, originally myself and my buddy Johan Escobar before we moved to LA. We, we you know that was a really successful open mic. A lot of people came just to sit sit and watch the comedy, and that's always the best for an open mic. You know, it's uh, like a, a good yeah. decent crowd that's just there to watch. Um, but the line was super long, so you know, our first stop was there. Then we went to uh, Woodham's, and uh, and this was about 20, 2013, 2014. Uh, went to Woodham's. We we're there for a while, and then uh, you know, typical Woodham style, you buy some weed from Birdman, <laughs> and, then, and then we were gonna go to Brainwash. The only problem is we decided to stay at uh, at Woodham's for the rest of the night. But that night, um, Chappelle ended up doing a little set at uh brainwash it just dropped in the brainwash and oh, did like damn. a little set and that's the night i was going to go to brainwash and uh shortly uh, a couple of years after that they closed down and they just you know that was that was one of those mm-hmm. rites of passage that everyone at that time like you have to do brainwash you, know, you have to do il parada those are the couple of the two little shows that you know you have to get on um okay it's it's it, it, it's it's crazy how it's changed a lot from from now to you know from then till now uh you know obviously like what comics say it's it's way different now than what it used to be you know, i i even me like you know some of the jokes that i used to hear back in those days from the guys that are st- i'm still working with to now and i don't usually cringe <laughs> but it's some gnarly topics that used to be discussed um the cool thing that I see about it now is there's a lot more uh, shows popping up at like different venues now. And that, I think that's mm-hmm. like a really dope thing for the scene because there's, you know, when I did the, one of the first shows I did in Richmond at, it was called the Burnt Ramen. It's a little punk rock club that used to be, um, you know, it, it, it got shut down after the, ghost shit fire because you know the, the mayor decided he didn't want to take a risk uh, of having that that was one of the first shows that we did in richmond and i don't think there was a, another show happening in richmond and then um shortly after you know a few years what was it 2018 um i came across this new venue where i'm working at now i'm doing shows at and now there's a couple of like three or four venues in richmond doing comedy and oh, yeah and i remember the first show i did in richmond at the burnt ramen which was you know the outside of the place looks like some mad max shit because it's <laughs> it's this punk rock club graffiti all over there's trash there's like cars sitting on you know bricks outside it looks like a place where people just dump you know garbage whatever whenever they're moving i was thinking about it in my move mm. recently <laughs> that's funny man but uh i remember uh advertising a show in richmond and and a lot of response was like no one's going to that fucking show no one's going to shows in richmond so it's kind of cool to see all these little spots opening up well they you know bars and breweries opening up but now they want comedy shows inside their venue so 
Hell that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's awesome to see that. Uh, and um, aside from that, you know, there's a lot of cool. There's a lot of little, you know, places opening up that have their their shows and uh, restaurants and bars. And there's patrons there that want that are there for stand up, which is a big difference from the, the, a lot of the shows I did back in the days, where it's just you know the regulars there hanging out and and you know they're like, I keep, can we turn the music back on? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing the show. I forgot who was on, um, uh, and that was next. And it was the crowd. You know, everyone was just looking at each other, talking. And then, uh, as this guy, I forgot what his joke was. It was like asking a question to the audience, like to set it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one answered, and then someone just said, "How much longer?" <laughs> the worst tackle. Yeah, just exactly. How much longer? And I'm next. Uh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. What you were saying about Richmond, like having more um, comedy shows and stuff, like I've no, yeah, it's, I noticed, like the the bar show scene is like so cool because it's a chance for people to like you know really like work on those longer sets. It seems like yeah, you know, like I don't think I would get any other opportunities to really do like a fifteen minute or something like that unless it wasn't for like you know the independent producers kind of like going out and ma- making all these shows happen. Yeah, that's the cool thing is, uh, um, you know, most, I mean, you know, most, most shows and back in those days, I mean, especially as you're starting out, five minutes is the most you can, you can get at most shows. You know, mm-hmm. If a new guy comes to you, I'm sure that's the amount of time you're probably going to give him. But yeah. once you're, once you're, once you're in a, in a place where you're more comfortable on stage, where you can, you know, expand your, you know, sometimes you could turn one of your, bits into like a five six seven minute bit and it's you know it's good to explore that shit on stage and that's honestly that's what i used my shows for the ones that the shows i produce the show i produce i use that as a way to kind of just you know um work on my material kind of like an open mic mm-hmm. and, and and try to spin in different ways or, or or work on a new punchline to a premise that i really like and then when i actually go do the shows i'm booked on then i'll just you know I, I, you know, I like to work it out here on my shit first. Then yeah. it sounds like sounds a little messed up. That I use my own shows as a guinea pig, you know, <laughs> for my well, own thing. But that's what it's for. It makes sense, and it's like you know, your audience is the people that are there that rec- probably recognize if they regulars that recognize your jokes too. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you kind of have to yeah. do new shit. It's exactly. Like I, I feel like yeah. you know, like once a month in the basement hosting, it's like yeah, I can't just be telling the same exact. No jokes every time, you know, and I think, yeah, yeah. I think <clears throat> you burn out your audience. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like you burn out that material to yourself too. Cause you're just like yeah. always like saying the same. Yeah. Like just have, but then, you know, writing new stuff is so fucking, yeah. That's like the other side. How do of you coin. do that? How do you, what's your method of writing material? Did I, so like sometimes I like every the, comic. in the morning, <laughs> um, on my way to work, if like it was where like stuff comes into my head sometimes just like I things I'm like oh that could be funny you know and if I have that I'll just voice memo it and then I will like scroll through those voice memos on like times that I like and I'll try to like try to form the idea before I actually go and like try it at an open mic and then I feel like it's just repeated times of trying it over and over and if it doesn't stick after a while I'll kind of like give up on it you know like the ones that stick you know you just try to 
just try to like think it like some what's cool is like sometimes you'll say like the other night something came out organically that i had never said like a new line to something that i had never said before and i was like oh man like that's that's like that's another little you know thing to add to that now that's another two minutes (laughs) yeah stuff like that is stuff like that's cool but i feel like i'm still learning all the you know ways of you know trying to formulate like a punchline or like a callback to something or like build a structure like i'm still that stuff is still you know like really foreign i'm like i feel like i'm still learning all that so mostly just like what has worked i've tried to just like make it better or add to it you know or like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that i find to is like relatable like family stuff or like um like i I talk a lot about being bro- I realized the other night I talk a lot about being broke. Like it's like I have like yeah. a good I have like a good chunk on like just different topics about being broke. Yeah. And um it's like, "Oh wow, yeah, like I never like I could just do a whole set about being broke." It was like, "Oh, like I never thought about like how my shit has been, you know, like what's the theme right. or what's like the overarching thing of like what I'm trying to, you know, write or whatever." like it's yeah it's like what it's like you don't it's just it's something so random like i like sometimes i'll just like talk be talking about one thing and then change this and like the crowd laughs because your transition is just so gnarly it's like you're like sorry yeah i don't yeah (laughs) like i don't know like i just that's the best stuff though that's the best stuff when as an audience member watching it or when you're watching other comic friends you know the audience watching the, the those weird transitions, you know. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love that shit, man. I, I um, I also, you know, I used to be very strict on. I wanted uh, the last bit of this joke to to transition to this other joke, but I got kind of tired of that shit. It's <laughs> just, you know, I do you go do you go on stage, uh, with a planned lineup of how each joke is gonna go in what order, or do you just kind of, uh um i have like bullet i'll like write out the bullet points and like in like my notepad thing and that's kind of like the way that i try to like remember it i'll just like type out the order of how i think it should but then uh, but then i notice like if i'm up there i'll forget like one of those lines and i'll like jump over and then i'll go try to go back or like but yeah it's again it's like i feel like i'm just like it's just all like you know just a weird like because it sounds better trial and error <laughs> yeah no it's it's a little i don't I, i'm asking because i've asked a lot of comics this because you know for me i i have a list of my bits on my phone i would i I, sh- I know a lot of comics cordy is one of those he suggests you write it out because you kind of it, it you know something about writing it out as opposed to typing it on your phone it, it it's kind of a kind of ingrained in your mind better how you how you're gonna do it and i see he's super you know he brings a big old sheet of paper and he writes each bit in a, in a list from one to ten or whatever and me yeah. i just look at my bits and i i draw an x on which one i'm doing today <laughs> it's, it's a stupid i i mean i don't know it, it works for me but yeah and i just mix it up different when i, I want to do this one today i don't want to do this one for this so um you know and it also i go based on the uh the, the, the crowd a little bit you know i that's i feel like that's a really good point that you just brought up because i think that that's something that i am like trying to learn more of to what to do is like address like how what kind of crowd it is 
and yeah. like how you how you can like because you're being more in the moment when you're going with the crowd like which i think the, yeah. crowd, appreci- the crowd appreciates that you know like yeah. i a critique sometimes i hear is just like of even like other comics will critique is just like oh this dude's just running through his material like he's not it is, it's like he's not even in he's not even paying <laughs> yeah. attention you know he's just yeah. like kind of read like, the room <laughs> yeah and yeah. i think that's that's yeah. like a thing that i try to like i feel like i struggle with but i am definitely trying to like appreciate more it's like oh man they're not going to want to hear about this particular joke right this isn't going to work like think about what's going to work there like, For sure. try, try no yeah i i just had that happen to me um I did a show I got booked on and it, you know, I was the only, well, I was the only Mexican comic in the whole show. You know, it was a mixture of music and comedy. And, um, it was like this guy who runs these big shows, a lot of people come for his events. Uh, but the majority of the audience members are from this black church. And I have this whole bit about Jesus. It's a law, you know, it's this, this, this you know, I think I I think I did them the day we worked together in San Jose, but um, okay. about what how weird it would be to meet Jesus and and it's you know I told myself I wasn't gonna do it, but then I I just said you know what let's like this, <laughs> everything else has been working so far <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I did it and I saw like you know the faces in the audience and I remember someone was laughing. And I think it was like her parents next to her, and they just turned to look at her like you're laughing. I, I don't know what they said, but to me, I thought you're laughing at that. Like, you know? Oh, like like she was exposed. <laughs> like they're like, you think that's funny? What the hell? You think that's funny? We're gonna talk about this in the uh, ride home, you know? So I, you know, it's one of those things that I I never, you know, I mean, you never know what. And I, obviously, I didn't I didn't know all this until I got to the show. I'm like. Yeah, most of these most of these people were from the church, and this might get weird, but you know, I just I did my ten minutes, got paid, and like left right after. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of man. speaking of church, dude, uh, there's this church next to my laundromat down here, oh, and uh, sometimes on Sundays when I'm doing my laundry, like people will come over from the church and like change their laundry over and then go back over to the church <laughs> building, and it's the funniest like thing to me i think it's that's so funny a, like i that's so fucking weird. it's dude like you show up you put your shit in the wash and you're like all right let's go fucking pray for 30 minutes and then this guy come change the cycle over and then we got 45 minutes to pray and then we're done <laughs> oh man i can imagine how many coins go into that collection basket from the fucking laundry <laughs> Hey, break a 20 for me. I got to go dry my shit. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a weird. Also, I feel like on laundry day, you're wearing like your. Yeah. You're wearing your. So these people are wearing their suits and shit, right? And I'm in there in like the white tee and like these shorts and flip flops. Just like. Like I look like. I look like the guy they're praying to, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's what's Sunday. up? I'm over here. Where are you guys at? I'm washing my crown. What are you guys yeah. doing over there? <laughs> got my fucking got my fucking robes in the wash. That's so funny to think about. Oh, just like crazy. it is funny yeah. to watch though, because it's just like you I mean, walk I guess. Into that church. <laughs> Do you go to I, church? 
Uh, I've actually, I've no, it's okay. I've actually only ever been to church once. Okay, cool. And it was with a girlfriend. Like I never went with my family. Oh, but, okay. Um, but yeah, I've only ever been once, and uh, there was a good. But did experience. you look like that? No, I didn't have long hair then. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but I uh, I definitely like it was a good experience. Like the stuff that the dude talked about, like the pastor yeah. dude, or I don't yeah. know, it was. What is it? What is it for Catholicism? Is it a priest? priest. Okay, the priest. priest. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but dude, yeah, I'm very. Yeah, I don't yeah. know shit. But like, I I no, was yeah. like pretty like he was to giving us some like you know sermon or whatever it's called that's like talking about shit in the Bible and I was like, yo, this is cool. Like, I feel like I got a good like, oh, that's a cool story and stuff. And then I sang These some guys songs. Killing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a cool you message. Give the priest the light. <laughs> give him the light. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Hey, like, I gotta go. another, yeah. Where's the headliner? Is there like, yeah, <laughs> is is Jesus gonna come? Like, is this? Yeah, I paid to see him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that um, it's funny. Like when you go watch something after doing comedy, you kind of think of it as like, wow, this guy's running the light. <laughs> you think of it in terms. Oh, of the comedy, terms, like, yeah. The, the the time, you know. Um, when you listen to the, somebody at work tell a story, you're like, "You are bombing, bro. You need to wrap this up. <laughs> like, no one cares about this. <laughs> Fucking move on." <laughs> one laugh. You gotta get a laugh every minute, guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. That. That. You're changing names. A, uh... You're changing locations of the story. I'm confused now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's no punchline. <laughs> yeah, you're just staring you above. You're staring above all of our heads, and I can't. Get, I'm just annoyed now. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do a meeting, uh, uh, my last job about um, we were implementing this new this new thing for whenever you're in a situation at a customer's house. We used to install home alarms, and there was like some unsafe things. Like if you felt threatened and you needed to get our attention, you would just send out a little distressed text to our group chat pineapple and um and it, and it was just the most uncomfortable thing because the topic was serious but i keep doing these stupid jokes in between and then the the you know the the manager kept looking at me like yo this isn't supposed to be funny man just you know just finish the shit up and go like you were getting shot trying to make yourself feel comfortable yeah i'm super nervous because they're about to tie us up in the garage dude (laughs) (laughs) this guy's beating his dog (laughs) like you know stuff like that like there's a pentagram on the floor (laughs) i don't think we should be here Oh, dude, I have a story about that. I went, <laughs> what? I went to, I went to, uh, it was downtown San Rafael. This was about 2012, 2011. Okay. I was working for Comcast at the time. And uh, it was these like Manson family type people. <laughs> you were there, man. Dude, that sounds like my house, dude. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, these, these dudes, they were, you know, they, they, you know, everyone they're on had some, long They're hair. on some real white people shit. Yeah, some other shit, man. This some, is some other shit. I don't uh, associate. There some... <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much white people shit that I'm just like, yeah, that's not for me, dude. Like, 
I went yeah, and saw Les like, Claypool recently, and everybody was just full like dreads, just like. That's exactly who. who and dude, I was like, just, bro, this is not the white people that I like to be around. <laughs> it was like Primus. It was like I went to Primus's family, you know. That's exactly what they look like. It's funny you say that. Uh, um, I went there. This this house is pretty big. It was like a bunch of roommates di- living in different rooms, and uh, uh, their internet was out. So I went to go. You know, I had to go find the wires. And some of them went down in the basement. I get there. I w- walk to the basement. The chick that originally set up the appointment walks me down in the basement. There's a bunch of candles. They're not lit, but there's a bunch of candles. And um, and a fucking pentagram in the floor of the basement. Whoa. And <laughs> Whoa. I'm, I'm down there and I'm just like, whatever, man. I got to fix this shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over there. I step on the pentagram. I walk to the to to do my wiring, and then the like the you landlord stepped guy, on it, bro. Yeah, the landlord guy. Fuck. Walks out, walks down there, and he he tells her he, he didn't say it out loud. But it's like, hey, you should have let me know you were gonna come down here. And then she said, I gotta get my internet fixed. I told you about this, blah blah blah. And they're kind of arguing there, and he's just not happy that she brought me down there. And then and then they, you know, I'm looking at the pentagram, and looking at her, I'm looking at him. And then uh, there's this awkward, silent moment where they're both looking at me, and I just, the only, I, I, out of nervousness, I just said, you guys party hard. <laughs> and then they both laughed. And then it was like, all right, your internet should be good now. <laughs> dude, that's just, that's and, uh, just good. That's just thinking on your feet right there. Like, yeah, what are you supposed uh, to say, dude? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, like, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't like. <laughs> you're like Forrest Gump when he's just like, I didn't mean to get in the middle of a fight and you Black Panther party when he fucking just beats the shit out of that dude, <laughs> the Black Panthers. <laughs> That's kind of what that felt like, man. But, you know, uh, it, it's funny because I, I, uh, that that venue, that that burnt ramen venue in Richmond, the punk rock club. You know, yeah. there's this this side this little room in the side because there's a couple of different rooms and uh one of the rooms there's a pentagram on the floor and uh i have i had jose contreras i don't know if you know him yeah I know that he's is. super he's super religious and uh he he tells me right away you know this 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 has a really creepy vibe to this place i was like hey walk over <laughs> walk over this side of it as soon as he saw the pentagram this dude did the sign of it. <laughs> he's like I don't. Yeah, I'm not here. This is. Oh, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm not around. I don't want to yeah. be around this. I'm, no, I'm scared of shit. Like I don't. I don't fuck with like haunted houses or none of that or like any of the. Really? No, bro. I am not okay. like scary movies. No, like I like no, miss no, miss me with miss me with every like <laughs> thing like that. Like spooky, whatever. I'm not. Oh man, yeah, I'm, not I'm, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a big like. I'm actually writing a horror script with a. I'm a writer for a horror a horror uh, show on YouTube. Oh, okay. And I'm like Hell super. Yeah. I'm a big fan of. Not that I'm obsessed over it, but I am a big fan of like. like What's the show called shows. so that people could check it out? Oh yeah, so I um I just joined the group recently, and it's the guys that that helped me run the voice party. It's called Frosted Mini Fear. So it's like a um creepy pasta. You familiar with creepy pastas? Mm-mm. No, it's 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 like um, uh, they 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 basically narrate 
a horror story or some kind of scary story. But okay. one of the most popular ones is the Russian sleep experiment, or if you've heard of that, or the, the Slender Man started off as a creepypasta. It's stuff like that. It's just, you know, modern day, you know, horror. Oh, I see what this Yeah, I see what you're talking. I just looked it up. Yeah, I see. What yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. um, they, uh, that's originally how I got connected with these guys. Because, um, uh, you know, I, I do a little bit of acting. It's one of those things that kind of came from stand up. Uh, mm. But cool. uh, yeah, I've always been a fan of horror. Just, just this, in the same way that, like, comedy can, you know, shake up someone's spirit and like make them laugh with just using words i like that about about horror man how you can watch a movie and then go home and usually you just turn off the lights and go to bed and the only thing you're thinking about is how tired you are but after watching a horror movie you leave and you're just kind of like what you're, the fuck is that sound fucked. what yeah. is that yeah yeah like i i everything I know is it's... like <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's that's so like yo, you you just killed it with this movie. <laughs> that's how I feel when I watch a, a scary movie. Like, dude, when I first watched The Exorcist as a kid, uh, I like <laughs> I think my sleep schedule was so fucked for like two months in a row where I was so sleep deprived I thought I was I was possessed. <laughs> By the you're like I yeah. can't fall. I'm gonna become the yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. They're gonna have to give me an exorcism. Dude. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah. I. I. Uh, I mean, I. I. I did go to a haunted house recently in Virginia City. Uh, I went to the Washoe Club. The oh. old Washoe Club. It's uh. It was featured in uh, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. If you're familiar with that show. Um, yeah, I've heard of that. And I, I. I did a whole ghost tour. It's the first time I've ever done that. I. It was you know. It's it's one of those things that like I I find interesting, but like I said, like I also kind of like some days like uh, like you said, I I try not to miss me with that shit too. Cause I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it I... was cool. Or sorry, oh, sorry. Were no, I was okay. just gonna say like uh, yeah, it's like probably not all the time. It's like a once in a while thing. Like yeah, because yeah. I I feel like people that like that, it's like. You're coming back for more, but it's like you forgot how scared you were the last time. I feel like it's like that's when you go back. It's kind of when you like it kind of you kind of forget, and then you're like, oh shit, yeah, like holy fuck, why did I do this? Like, and then you kind of it, goes it, away. It, it's like having really bad acid reflux, but you love spicy food, <laughs> and that's another one of my issues. I'm not supposed to be drinking coffee or spicy foods as much because my fucking stomach, you know, but, uh-huh. you know, micheladas and a fucking espresso, like, daily. Not daily, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, coffee and spicy food, that's, like, two of the best things in life, dude. Oh, like, dude, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I my tolerance, I was just talking about this last night with somebody. I was, like, talking about my tolerance for spice since I moved yeah. down to California. And, like, <laughs> it just, like, it's just been on a steady, like, increase. And, uh, like last night, I didn't even question the salsa that somebody gave me for the food that I had. I just dumped it on there. I was like, before Jesus. I would have been like, I would have been like, okay, what kind of what is this the is this the hot one or something? But I feel like now it's like I, I'll be okay. Like it'll get through where, it. Where did you uh, move here from? Uh, from Washington State. Oh, from up shit. in the okay, up okay. in the northwest. Yeah. Oh up damn! In the trees, so now, dude. Yeah, man. So now you just you don't even. 
Yeah, you know that video that's like white people taco night. That was like actually <laughs> that's like my life. Like I used to get oh, excited man. for white people taco night, and then I moved yeah. down here, and I'm like, what was I fucking doing? Like I go home, and my family's like, we made tacos. I'm like, no, you didn't. I'm like you guys, you guys made fucking lunchables. That's what you made. You guys just made a fucking lunchable adult version. You had flatbread. <laughs> fucking yeah, it's like, dude. I'm like, where's the? Why is it? Why is it only ground beef? Why is there not multiple meats? That's the. Ooh, that's yeah. like the question that I like. That's the number one for why. I'm like, why white people? Why do we not do chicken and beef? And then like, yeah. why? Because the chicken we don't know how to season. That's yeah. like, dude. I saw this, dude. Oh, I was on Twitter and I saw. <laughs> the new it's printer paper people is the new <laughs> term for white people and it made like printer made paper. me fucking laugh so hard i was like damn bro printer paper people <laughs> it's like a tongue so twister funny. it's like yeah. it's so funny uh it's like yeah, damn no. yeah we really are just a bunch of like i am so pale and i'm wearing a white yeah. like, look at this white <laughs> like right here sure and here is the same yeah. shade like I'm like a painting. I'm like pastel, like right now. Look at this. Fuck. You know the thing too, dude. I when I go out to eat, I typically don't eat Mexican. Like I don't like to eat Mexican out because I'm too critical of that shit, man. Like I was. I mean, I was joking about the Chelco taco earlier, but for real, when I go out, to, <laughs> <laughs> You're like for real, that's a fuck. For shit. real, <laughs> like when I go out to a, a Mexican restaurant that somebody hypes up for me. Like, yeah. yo, you're gonna love this shit, bro. The, the, the food is great, and the salsa right away is shit. I already am turned off. Like, ah, oh, this 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 meal is gonna be bullshit. I can because I if the tortillas are like those uh, uh, Guerrero tortillas, the ones that they sell at like fucking Food Max, the the white the corn mission, tortillas, the Mission tortillas, yeah, Mission, the Mission tortillas. I'm already like, yeah, nah, that, that it ruins my whole day, dude. Fucking, my whole day is just ruined. I, 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 I fucking like, I, like, I can't believe I spent money on this fucking shit, you know. And unless I'm like, like stupid drunk, <laughs> I'm not gonna enjoy it, man. I'm not gonna enjoy it at all. So I, I'd rather just go eat something that I know I can't cook at home, or you know, I can't fucking. You know? <laughs> that makes sense. You're like, I can do yeah. this. I don't need. Yeah, because I'm. Yeah, yeah. So the Mexican spouse that I go to, um, those are the ones that I go to. And, you know, I do explore every once in a while. But when they tell me, so I think it's something, I think that's just with anything. When someone hypes it up for you, you know, like someone hypes up something, a movie. They could oversell it. Yeah. Yeah, I should just, you know, oh, this new special on Netflix is great. Like, oh, really? Okay. It'll, that'll turn me off to it. If it's like yeah. oversold to me, I just won't watch it because I'm like, now I'm just going to be trying to – I'm going to have that in the back of my mind the whole time that I'm trying to watch it. Like, oh, this person yeah. said it was so sick. And then I'm like, I don't feel like this is anything cool. Yeah. But if I probably watched it organically, you know, I mean – Like, I, I was like movies that I just never watched and then I come back and visit now. And I'm like, why didn't I watch this? I'm like, oh, it's because that fucking – my friend was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life, dude. Like, You, ever, you ever had that with movies from your childhood that you watch like when you were a kid? And then you watch it again, and like, oh, oh, that was good. That was actually really good. Like, have you ever done that? To any, yeah, like, or anything in, in general. There's stuff that I can go back and watch when, from like when I was a kid that still holds up. There's stuff that doesn't hold up at all. Like, I feel like it's hard to watch Power Rangers a little bit. It's just <laughs> yeah. a little, it's a little yeah. too cheese ball for me now. Yeah. 
but I still appreciate it. You know, I'm like, oh damn, like when Tommy turned to the Green Ranger and was like rogue, like that was some shit. I was like, I remember, I remember that as a specific moment in my life being like feeling very emotional about that for some reason. And then like he could, turns back to the the White Ranger and you're like, okay, like that was wild, bro. He almost fucking tore him. He almost like took the other Rangers out, dude. You know, like that was like By himself. By himself. That was like the biggest problem in my fucking, in my life at the time was just like, dude, holy shit. Like, (laughs) like this is intense. Um, But yeah, like uh, there's there's definitely certain movies that like still hold up, dude. Like, um, jeez. Like, uh, I was just thinking of, or go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, while you think of that, I just wanted to uh, mention, like, I used to watch wrestling a lot as a kid. I don't want, I don't even know who's famous right now. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I used to watch it a lot. And uh, some of my buddies that I, I work with on The Voice Party, the, the two guys that I uh, that produce it, they, um, they're they big on, the, on wrestling. So I just kind of started watching old videos. And I remember... As a kid, I don't know if you remember. Did you watch WWF or WWF? Uh, I caught, I caught some of it. Like we're talking about, like the Attitude Era. Like I remember watching era, stuff. Yeah. Like, I remember watching yeah. stuff from that. Yeah. Like I remember seeing like clips and stuff. Like I wasn't super into it, but I, you know, I, I like know of it. You know. Well, there was a, a segment where uh, you're familiar with Triple H, where he 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 married Stephanie McMahon, the daughter of Vince McMahon. And then she turned on the dad and she became evil and she, you know, and I remember as a kid watching that and that like ruined my whole day. I ruined my whole week as a kid. Cause I, as a kid, I thought it was real. <laughs> and it's just crazy to like, yeah, it's yeah. really like ruined. I lost sleep. I lost sleep over this shit. <laughs> so how could she betray her dad? <laughs> so. <laughs> it's her fucking stupid. dad, dude. But I think about yeah <laughs> like what the hell like that's so funny yeah yeah it's like watching like hold up like kane and undertaker when they like teamed up like, yeah there's like moments there's like proud. wrestling <laughs> moments are pretty intense down. dude like yeah. yeah i mean i had a friend i worked with at this restaurant that was like still into wrestling like suit like even like just like fully in he's like 35 as an adult yeah and i yeah. was like i couldn't i just couldn't yeah. get i couldn't get the he's like bro and he would just explain it to me and he would get so excited and i was like i mean it's dope that you have that in your life like <laughs> i just it's either that or drugs <laughs> yeah i'm like that's cool man that you feel this way about john cena but like i just don't I just can't associate. I just, it's like, I just, yeah, no. I just, I just start make fun of it. Like I can't, like, it's like what's, I disassociate and make fun of stuff. Like when I watch horror movies, I'll like just start making jokes about it to like disengage, you know, of the seriousness. Yeah. Like, and like, yeah. I'll do that with like yeah. wrestling or with like uh reality shows. I just will start being like, <laughs> I can't, I can't like actually engage in this right now, you know. No, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> that, no, that's like... yeah, that's that's how I, that's how I feel about that too, man. Where I kind of just, you know, especially as an adult, like it's cool if, if you're into that and, and you're in, you know, if you're not like <laughs> writing for the show, I don't want to hear about it, you know. Bro, that's <laughs> like if you're not dude, involved yeah. in that aspect, yeah. Or celebrity gossip. If you're an adult yeah. that well, if you're an adult that goes, did you hear that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson <laughs> broke up yesterday? I'm like, 
don't know, and I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, no. No. Kim Kardashian has no interest in <laughs> Kim Kardashian has no interest in me at all. Never knows. Is yeah. never gonna know. Is never gonna know who I am ever. So right. why do I need it? Like Pete Davidson might be like maybe one day where the like I get like on a like a an ideal world get on a show with them or something and I'll be like, what's up, dude? Like, but like in yeah, it's like they're so far out of reach of like I don't I just don't understand people's obsession with like yeah the the everybody I don't I don't understand when people have like a full on conversation about that shit man like I've heard people talking about <laughs> you know stuff like that or or even sports you know like I I, I wear ace hat a lot when I don't want to fucking do my hair or whatever I just want to walk out of the house and go grocery shopping every once in a while you get these fuckers that are like oh man did you watch the game today and then I'm like well, damn, like oh shit I'm wearing an ace hat. Oh, then I have to like, yeah, no, nah, I didn't, man. Uh, like, please stop talking. You didn't catch sports. the. I just wearing. Didn't this. watch the. Not even a fan. Not even a fan, dude. Take the hat off, you fucking loser. Yeah. Why are you even yeah, wearing that shit? Exactly. And you're like, holy, like, dude, what the, f- like, sorry, what, dude. What do you geek out of? What do you geek out with about though? Like, you have something you geek. Um, like comedy. But, I. Know. I mean, I am like a. I do follow like uh hockey and football a little bit. Um, okay, okay. but no, I'm not like super deep in it. Uh, okay, I also, okay. Okay. there's like YouTube lanes that I, uh, I like to watch and stuff. And I play like, play a lot of Mario Kart when I'm like super bored and I play, <laughs> I play music and stuff too, you know, but yeah, like I, like I would say that, um, yes, I don't, I try not to, I try to use my time wisely these days. It's something that I think uh i've have been really like bad with in the past is like having goals and like talking about them but like not following up and not like actually like kind of just like using my time to like sit around and like just kind of not work on stuff you know and like yeah being i like try to be like okay i have you know i can like relax today and do this stuff and like indulge in these habits but i'm not gonna like become obsessed like i used to be with like certain yeah, things yeah. where i'll just split play video games for like seven hours you know and just be locked in and just like <laughs> and just like like nothing else matters i'm just like i just will be sitting there like just playing you know like i i can do that with stuff we just get like totally like just spend a whole day on it you know yeah and yeah. uh, i i I definitely hear you on that because I'm I'm in a lot of ways the same way where I can uh, I can like take a whole day to obsess over something I'm interested in at the time, but um, you know maybe go down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos of stuff something I'm you know interesting. Yeah. Um, but I now like actually like to take days to just like fully rest and not do anything and not nice. you know because. Uh, yeah, man. As you get older, I'm sure I, I don't know how old you are, but as you get older, you, you notice how you need like a lot of that shit as a, as a, you know. Because for me, I if, if now more than ever, like I, I, if I know I have a show coming up, I like to be like fully well rested. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just kind of being hungover and showing up hungover for something, especially something that's like paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really want to make sure I'm I'm all the way there, not like you know halfway half-assing it anymore because i used to do a lot of that in my early days i think yeah i think like it's tough because it's it's like fun you know and it's like fun to have fun (laughs) 
and it's like the <laughs> yeah, sacrifice sure. of it's like the sacrifice of like you know having to like have because it's like there's not an external like discipline you know it's like all of it comes yeah. kind of comes from within and that's like right, a, that's right, a tough right. that's a tough thing to have to like realize like i've heard that like multiple people on the podcast like when they come and talk it's like i really like i'll end the episode and i'll be like yeah dude like the way that i'm looking at this is not the way that you know certain people are and it's like you know it's good to adjust and good to have like a different mindset and kind of grow that's the whole that's the reason yeah. i named the podcast i'm getting there is because like it's like this is you know just a documentation of like a journey you know like of like getting to know people sure. networking and doing shows and all kinds of stuff and uh i think that you know i think this is a good like uh place to wrap i want to say i really appreciate you taking yeah. the time today to you know to sit down and chat and stuff and this is a fun episode i want to um give you a chance like plug everything plug like where people could go find the voice party and all and everything else that you do and um and where you got shows coming up and stuff cool cool yeah appreciate it. first of all thank you for having me man um uh you know i i do producing podcasts is, is kind of a, a lot of work so i i uh, applaud you for doing this shit by yourself you. man. that's awesome <laughs> um yeah, no, yeah. The 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 voice party pretty much on anything we're available, YouTube, uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Our Instagram is at the voice party, uh one word, Twitter, all social media it's at the voice party. Um my personal uh IG is at JD underscore underscore Arandia, A R A N D I A. Um and uh as far as our uh, upcoming shows, um I don't know when this is going to drop, but uh, I think we it'll be this. It'll be every this Wednesday week. at Make Westing. Okay, cool. Every Wednesday we have a show at Make Westing. It's it's um it's a new show I'm producing, co-producing with uh, Brian Hicks um, from you know the Hella Funny Crew in, in East okay. Bay. Um, every Wednesday, so if you you yourself if you want to ever come by and check it out, okay. uh, get some some stage time on a Wednesday, which is. Oh, <laughs> And um, I'm, aside from that, I have the regular shows. We're not having one this month, but at Bridge Art Space in Richmond, our regular shows there are um, every Sunday, last Sunday of the month. And uh, next Wednesday, I'll be in uh, Gilman Brewing with um, okay. Eric Summers nice. in uh, Pleasanton. So, oh, hell yeah. Upcoming shows for now. So if you, you know, yeah. So yeah, man. Thanks again for having me, bro. This was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Thank you. I yeah. Appreciate you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah sending the invitation, and I'd like to have you on one of my shows, and I'll have you on the voice party soon too. Okay. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll have to link up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, awesome, man. Well, yeah. Thank you for doing this, and. Uh... Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.